Hello, hello, my friends, my family, my community, my tribe. Welcome to the Hippie Moms Podcast. Yeah, I'm really trying to work on my jingle, jingle you guys. <laughs> so it's going to change, it's going to evolve, and then eventually I'll be in a recording studio singing my heart out. <laughs> Um, I've been singing more. I know I've been talking a lot about that, but I feel like I've always been embarrassed of my voice and feeling like it's not good enough to sing even in the shower. And so, you know what? I just said, screw that. I'm over that. I'm over believing these things that I, I don't want to believe anymore. I want to believe that I can sing and whether it sounds good or not, that doesn't matter. (laughs) We can all sing. How are you all? I'm so happy you're here. Um, This is episode 10, and I'm going to be talking about my top tips on reading ingredient lists, um, reducing your toxic burden in your body overall. That's kind of what we've been talking about, sourcing food. A little bit on GMOs, um, which I can never cover in depth. Uh, We are going to manifest together someone who is incredible and knowledgeable about GMOs that can eloquently share with you. Um, why we need to uh, avoid them and why we need to just make a different path um, when it comes to genetically modified organisms. And that's what we're doing right now. I want you to just be aware that in this moment in time, we are collectively choosing to steer the direction of the world together. And sometimes um, I can feel like all is lost. Um, I can feel hopeless. Um, But then I remember, you know what? I'm here for a reason and so are you and if you're a mother and you're raising children and you want to feed them healthy and give them um, the best fuel and information for their bodies you can then this is the part of the process it's a it's moving away from foods and toxins that don't serve us that don't serve the human body and instead choosing food that does and it's possible and it can be totally overwhelming at first i know totally overwhelming but i'm here to hold your hand i'm here to give you the information that if i had this 10 years ago i would be 20 years you know ahead of my time uh, right now so what i've done is i've just really taken everything that i've learned and i'm putting this into a podcast of course highlights and outlines right i can't um, i know that most people aren't going to digest all of it, uh, but that comes in time. And so I get a chance today to share with you, I think, a life skill that is so important. And that is reading ingredient lists, deciphering ingredient lists. Um, grocery shopping's become a mind game. Label reading is confusing, and most of us just don't spend the time to really understand what's actually in our food. I was having a conversation um, with my friend, uh, my new friend, Val, this morning, and we were talking, um, she's kind of new on this journey. She just woke up out of the matrix, and she's like, I just started uh, reading food labels, and she's like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how much is in the food I've been eating and I just haven't been aware of it. And I'm like, sister, I know, I get it. I've been there. And we all go through that. We all have to kind of wake up. Um, There's a scene in the matrix, um, curious if you know it, where, um, isn't it Neo, right? Isn't that his name? Neo. Um, He takes the pill and he goes back in and he literally wakes up in this pod of fluid. It's almost like a womb and he has all these like tubes and things stuck to him and he starts to like push through and he's like, 
and he gets out of this like in container and he is just overwhelmed. He He's just, you know, kind of like just hot. You can just, even my heartbeat when I watch the scene of like high cortisol and um, I'm just, I can't even imagine what he's going through. And then he gets out and he looks down and he sees all these pods, like millions of other pods of people. And then, of course, this horrible, like, um, I think it's uh, almost a flying machine that comes and grabs him and takes him in. And it's just, oh, I feel like that's how it feels waking up out of the Matrix. I really do. You're just kind of discombobulated and you don't even know what's going on. Um and so I want you to be patient with patient with yourself. And I really do feel that if you can start reading every single label that you're eating, every single label that's on a product or package, this is a great start. Just get familiar with what's going in your body. Um, and I'm going to give you some really good tips today. And this might be overwhelming. Take one, take two, take 10. Take what serves you and start applying them in your life. And then when you feel more confident, you can take more steps and more steps. And it's just this process, this path, this journey that you're on that eventually in a couple years, maybe a couple months, you know, you're, you have real whole food and you start to see this huge transition in your, in the way you feel and the way your kids feel. And it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, the power of food. Um, the thing is, I think you will start to notice at first it is it is difficult. It's challenging to know what a food is simply by reading an ingredient list. Um, real food aren't doesn't have an ingredient list. Real foods are ingredients. I think that's Michael Pollan again. I'm a huge fan of his work. Um, for example, I want you to think about peanut butter. Pun it to butter. <laughs> think of peanut butter. Okay, you go buy Jif's peanut butter, and there's like. Um, so much stuff in it. There's 10 ingredients, right? Um, I think they have high fructose corn syrup or hydrogenated vegetable oils. Uh, there might be peanuts in it, you know? And then you go and you get um, um, uh, the Costco Kirkland brand. I love it. They use Valencia peanuts. It's just peanuts and salt. That's it. So the more simple ingredients, the more your body is going to appreciate that. Um, the first rule of thumb, and I want you to know this, is that if you don't know what an ingredient is, your body doesn't either, okay? Your human body, your beautiful being does not know how to break down or metabolize that chemical. And so it's going to you know, cause havoc in your body. And whether that's on a small scale, which, hey, we detoxify. That's a beautiful thing. We have this innate healing ability in our body that's always working towards optimal health and and, and so if we eat, you know, a piece of cake or last night I had a big bowl of ice cream, right? It was so delicious. Alden's ice cream. Now I paid for it after, but I knew going in and I haven't had it in months. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I want this ice cream. I want to go into that ice cream coma. You know what I'm saying? Um, in front of the TV, it's like the happiest place on earth. <laughs> um, but to be honest, it doesn't make me feel good. And today I was struggling too. Uh, things just aren't moving. And But you know what? I, and I knew what I was. But if I'm doing that every single day, right? If I'm eating every single day, which uh, which actually when I was pregnant with um, my first kid, my, my first son, I, I was eating ice cream every day. And I was like, oh, who cares? Ice cream's, you know, I'm pregnant. I can eat whatever I want. 
Well, I obviously didn't know then what I know now, and I'm not ashamed of that. I mean, that's just what it was. But we just have to look at what we're consuming and take a really honest examination of it, give ourselves grace, and then just try to make and plug in simple things that we can start to change the path that we're on, right? Okay, so first and foremost, when buying all any packaged foods, always read the labels, okay? Always read the labels. And this includes even frozen fruit, you know, canned chickpeas, things like that where you automatically think you know what's in the ingredients, you may not know. So I just say anything that has a package or a list of ingredients, just read them. And you'll start to really understand um, kind of how long they are. You know, if they're a huge paragraph, I just say, just forget it. If it's a couple ingredients, great. Um Honestly, the second thing I can tell you is I always try to focus on buying organic and or non-GMO. Now, if you buy organic, it's already non-GMO. We'll talk a little bit about GMOs in a minute. Um, but this will help limit your the chemical offenders that um, like artificial food dyes and flavorings and pesticides like Roundup. So if it's organic, it's already non-GMO. And if it's not organic, look for the non-GMO project stamp on it. Okay, that's going to show that it's certified non-GMO products. Um, and like I said before, just the third thing, ask yourself, how many ingredients does this have? How many ingredients am I putting into my body? Because let me tell you, if you put a lot of uh, these food scientists, when they put tons and tons of ingredients together, that requires more preservatives and chemicals to keep that product shelf stable. Um, so just don't buy any processed foods with more than 10 ingredients. Okay. That's kind of where I go. And I, I'm, and of course, make sure you understand what every ingredient is. Okay. I'm always going to come back to that. Um, big thing, do not buy things that, that have health claims. Okay. Like low fat, fat free, healthy, natural, naturally flavored, low carb, whole grains, skinny, sugar free, light, gluten free, lightly sweetened, cholesterol free, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Any packages that have these claims deserve a higher level of investigation. And so much you will see this is greenwashing. This is making a product package that looks like it's natural and it's safe and it's healthy for you, but in fact, it's not. And the only thing that can tell you if it's safe or not is reading those ingredient lists, okay? And pay attention to the order of ingredient lists, okay? Anything on top is going to be more. Anything on the bottom is going to be less. Um, and so like, for example, sugar, if it's the it's one of the first of the few ingredients, you know that the product is primarily sugar, so just kind of keep that in mind um, and helping looking at serving size. This is a big one because I love GT's kombucha. Um, I have made my own kombucha before and have been unsuccessful and I'm going to be starting up again. I'm Right now I'm working on my uh, kimchi and sauerkraut, so I can only do one big move at once, just like I'm sharing with you. Um, but these GT kombuchas are so delicious, but some of them have added sugars, so, and you look at the added sugars and the serving size, there's two serving size in a, in a 16 ounce bottle. Okay. So if you have 16 grams of sugar in one serving size, you're looking at 32 grams of sugar in one whole container. So that's a big thing. Always look at serving size. Is there one serving size or two serving size? So if you see the sugars and it's two serving size, multiply it by two, because that's how much is in the entire, um, entire, um, package or bottle. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. Here's going to be something I'm going to talk about a lot because we're, I really want to do almost a whole podcast on healthy fats. Um, 
Fat does not make you fat. Oh my goodness, thank goodness, because fat tastes delicious. Oh my gosh, like butter and ghee and animal fats. Like they make life taste delicious, people. Um, But there's some fats that you need to steer clear of, and I'm going to tell you what they are. And those are processed, highly processed vegetable oils. Now, processed vegetable oils are, they use very toxic solvents to extract these things from seeds and um, other things that really sh- you shouldn't be eat- taking the fat out of. And then they're stored in these um, clear containers. So then light and heat oxidize them and they further degrade the quality of the oil. Okay, so you're always already getting a very low-grade, highly oxidized oil oil from these highly processed vegetables. Um, And so I just say skip it. And those include corn, soybean, canola, peanut, sunflower, safflower, palm, cottonseed, margarine, shortening, and grapeseed. Um, Does it make it more interesting when I sing or is it annoying? (laughs) Um, But here's the thing. Even if it's organic, it's a past. I mean, even organic, uh, highly processed oils aren't even better. So just skip. Think brain-starving fats. Um, And these, again, they're used with toxic solvents. So just skip, Baru, okay? All right. So we always want to read the sugar content and see if there's any added sugars. Um, especially high fructose corn syrup. So anything with an O-S-E at the end is disguised as sugar. Um, And I like to think about this as these chemicals that basically create fat. Uh, They're not good for your brain and they're just, you know, they're in cans, boxes, and, and, and jars. So just start to limit the amount of added sugars you take. And that's crazy because they add them to everything, right? Mayonnaise, condiments, uh, jams and jellies. I mean, the thing is fruit is already sweet enough. And, if, and, and it does. It takes some time to readjust your your taste buds. But I'll tell you what, um, once you start getting added sugars out of your life, uh, the brain fog clears up and uh, energy is increased. And there's so much benefits to it. Um, another a little tip, avoid anything with a TV advertisement. Just skip it. Um, and anything through a drive-through window, okay? Um, one other thing I like I want to add here, and I'm gonna put in the show notes a link to all the names um with that that are disguised as MSG. There's over 50, 40 different names for this additive. And it's very addictive. It's extremely addictive. It's a flavor enhancer, and it's classified as an ex, um, as excitotoxin. So that's something that literally excites your brain, um, and it's just awful for us. And it, because it it causes excitement, we want more and more and more. And they basically make this food like product taste more savory than it really is. So um, it's sad how much you know, we, the food companies can disguise chemicals in their foods. Um, so that's something I just want you to be aware of. Um, and of course, artificial sweeteners. Oh my gosh, think death in a package. I mean, really, um, so many studies link artificial sweeteners um, found in diet sodas, candy, ultra-processed foods to weight gain, obesity, cardiovascular disease and, disease and diabetes. And check this out. So I worked with this gentleman and I was in commercial real estate for 15 years. And one of my partners drank soda all the time. And I was always giving him a hard time about it. Like I, at one point, you know, even before my journey, I knew that soda wasn't good. And I was aware that it, I, that it just was horrible for you. So of course I'd preach to him. And I'd be like, you just need to drink water. And he was, he was overweight. You know, he, he obviously didn't have live a healthy lifestyle. 
Then he's like, okay, I'm going to switch to diet soda. I kid you not, four weeks later, he had gained 15 pounds from drinking diet soda. Um, You know, at least like fructose, our body knows what to do with it. But these artificial sweeteners confuses the F out of our body. And so what we have to realize is that we have to, is that our body doesn't know what to do with it. So it stores it. It stores it. So skip the artificial uh, artificial sweeteners. They just make you fat. Okay. They do. And they mess with your hormones. Um, they're, they just, they're so bad for your microbiome, your gut health. That's where everything, um, I'm going to talk a lot about gut health. Um, it, it, everything disease begins there, you know, all disease begins in, in the gut. And thank you, Hippocrates, for being the father of medicine, for giving us the truth. And then, of course, big pharma and um, the death of holistic naturopathic medicine, which is on the rise again, people. We're going back to nature. Um, but this is the sad part is this this beautiful wisdom has been cut out of our lives and we have to bring it back. And that's what we're doing right now, okay? Um, all right, so um, I'm going to go into a couple other things. So in my... Um, a hippie mom secrets to clean eating. I give you all of this information. It's in black and white. It has lists and resources and all of that. But the main thing I want you, because this is going to help you when you're reading labels, if you ever, ever see the ingredient natural flavors, okay, I want you to know that this term reflects just how little regulation there is in our food industry. These two words can indicate that there are more than a hundred ingredients used under this umbrella term. It literally allows companies to hide the ingredients they do not want you to know about. Um, and it's so sad. Over 10,000 chemicals are allowed in our in our food and can be used in this term. So I just say, hey, forget it. I mean, even synthetic chemicals like solvents um, that are linked to seizures and neurological symptoms. One is a preservative BHT. Um, it's a, a food preservative that's linked to cancer. Um, and tons of GMO-derived ingredients. And it's just ridiculous. I mean, it is ridiculous that we know that these ingredients and these preservatives can cause major health issues in kids, in people, and even in animal studies, but they're still allowed. So this is why we're we're going to stop getting mad at all these food companies and the government and just say, you know what? You guys do not have our health and our best interests at heart. So we're going to have our health and our best interests in hell and at heart. At our heart, we're going to take control. We don't need you to control anything. We are sovereign beings and we will take care of ourselves. And we do that by voting. And how do we vote? With our money. My friends, that's how we do it. All right. Um, so I really want, there's one other thing I really want you to look for is corn, any type of corn products. High fructose corn syrup is just one chemical made from this massively grown uh, monocrop. Um, and just, you know, there's only 1% of corn in the U S is actually sweet corn, um, which is pretty expensive produce to produce. But the, the corn that's really, that's grown is the monocrop is field corn. And it's a low cost genetically modified commodity, um, that's primarily used to produce ethanol gas and livestock feed. Just so you know, um, you know, that's, it's horrible. Um, but there are so many, um, so many chemicals and preservatives that, that this corn is made. And I have that in my, in my, uh, hippie mom's secret to clean eating. If you want to pull that up or just do the research yourself. I don't want to go through all of them. It's way too long. Uh, look for gums. Gums are huge. Carrageenan, guar gum, xanthium gum, locust bee gum, bean gum. Um, these are commonly found in pra- uh, packaged and processed foods. They're used to thicken things and increase the vico- vi- uh, viscosity 
of the solution or food. So it's just to make it more gel-like. And they really are known to affect our gut flora to uh, decrease the integrity of our microbiome and cause inflammation. So I just say get out of that. Carrageenan is in so many things, especially like um, nut milks and uh, soups and all sorts of things. So just cut it out. Cut it out, my friends. Um, Okay, so now, so those are kind of like my top tips of deciphering ingredient list. And really, if you listened to the previous podcast, you know, look for minimally processed. I mean, just look for real whole foods um, and make beautiful fruits from that, you know? And the way that you can cut time is you start batch cooking and meal planning, and we'll talk about that. Um, that's I do a lot of that kind of work in my, in my programs to teach people how to meal plan, what to think about, you know, what to prepare, what to soak, all those kind of things for optimal bioavailable nutrients. I mean, I think it's important, but right now we're going to focus on what not to do, okay? Which isn't that much fun. But here's the thing. I'm just going to talk quickly quickly about GMOs. So GMOs, if you do not know, are genetically modified organisms. So these are living organisms whose genetic material has been actually artificially manipulated in a lab uh, through genetic engineering. So a, a lot of times people are like, well, all of our food's been genetically engineered. Well, maybe there's been crossbreeding, right? So we, we've crossbred um, different plants and things to make apples more sweet or tomatoes bigger. But genetically modified, what they do is they use these combinations of plant, animal, bacteria, and virus genes that do not occur in nature. Um, and it's just like, this is the epitome of messing with Mother Nature, you guys. We cannot mess with Mother Nature. We just can't. We are Mother Nature. If we mess with it, we're messing with ourselves. It makes no sense at all. And the problem is that, you know, like Europe has banned GMO cultivation. But the problem is the United States, we glorify this practice. And we dump nearly 300 million pounds of glyphosate, which is the, um, so glyphosate is the synthetic compound that's a non-selective, okay, so it doesn't even care. It, it doesn't care what it kills. It kills everything, herbicide, and it kills unwanted plants, and it's found in the weed killer Roundup. So if you've got Roundup and you're spraying it in your, um, in your yard and killing the weeds, stop, okay? This, it is so toxic. And then you're, you're walking outside, the kids are walking out, you're bringing it in, um, I remember when my kids went to a school in Phoenix, which I loved the school, but I would drop them off. And every Wednesday, there was a lot of people out there. They were spraying Roundup everywhere. And I was like, hey, people, thank God at our new school, they just put this whole be- big, beautiful um, grass area in. And I go to the, I went up to the owner and I said, hey, what's your, uh, what is your pesticide, um, you know, strategy? What are you going to do? And he's like, well, we are not using anything like Roundup or anything that's going to be, you know, hurt our children. And I'm like, I love you. Oh my gosh, I want to hug you. But hugs aren't accepted right now. But they will be soon, you guys. We'll be hugging again. Um, okay, so you just don't want this glyphosate. Uh, you don't want it around you. You don't want it in you. It literally messes up your detoxification pathway, okay? It really does. And the thing was, initially, people, uh, you know, these scientists and food scientists thought, oh my gosh, GMOs are great. You know, we can build, we can grow all this stuff and not worry about weeds and always have a harvest. Um, but the thing is, is that it, it over... In nearly 25 years since genetically modified crops came to them on the market, multiple studies have found that they've led to higher pesticide use, 
no meaningful improvement in flavor, nutrition, yield, or water consumption. Instead, they've created the plants, uh, plants that are engineered to withstand massive dosing of toxic herbicides and plants that function as living pesticide factories. I mean, this is, it's not good for the earth and then it kills the soil. The soil is dead. And let me tell you, if you haven't seen Kiss the Ground, um, I highly recommend it. You have to understand the value of our soil. Soil health is wealth and that is what it's about, you guys. Um, okay, so back to glyphosate. There's so many, there's so many toxic effects um, of glyphosate in the human body, and uh, I just, I don't want to really hone in on this. I just want you to tell you to just get away from GMOs and glyphosate as much as you can. Um, it's linked to so many, de- so uh, development of multiple chronic diseases. Autism, allergies, obesity, cardio disease, depression, anxiety, infertility, MS, Parkinson's, uh, you know, GI diseases, so digestive diseases and cancer. I mean, it just, it is so bad for us. And, you know, instead of us banning it in the United States, we just continue to use it because Barra Monsanto, um, you know, they don't care. They really don't care. And so we have to care instead and stop using it and vote with our money, Okay. Um, my top tips to avoiding GMOs, uh, buy organic as all organic products are non-GMO. Look for the products verified by the non-GMO project, okay? Look it up. There's this little label and it's going to say this is verified. And I say at this point, that's the best that we can do. GMO produce has a five-digit code beginning with the number eight. So if you ever go and look for produce, there's going to be eight digits and it starts with level, uh, letter uh, number five. Don't buy it, okay? That means it's genetically modified. Put it right back. Don't buy it. Go to the organic produce. Um, And I want you to look up the top GMO crops. The top ones you're looking are canola and corn, cotton, soy, sugar beets, and animal products. And this is why I am so adamant about consciously um, sourcing animal products because animals are fed this toxic corn. And so then you are what you're, what you eat. You are what you eat eats. So if you're eating an animal and it's eating this GMO corn, you are then eating GMOs. Okay. That doesn't go away. This glyphosate stays in the muscles. It stays in the meat. And then it goes into your body and disrupts your body. And also these animals are, you know, conventionally grown or raised animals are um, fed antibiotics and hormones and things like that, that continue to mess up your entire system. So just cut it out. I, I swear, when you start to change the way you eat, it is miraculous. Absolutely miraculous. Okay. All right. So follow the dirty dozen and the clean 15. Um, and then I'm going to go in quickly on how to do a quick pantry purge. Okay. So now we've kind of gone through a lot of the things that I recommend doing on getting your yourself going in a good direction on nourishing your beautiful body with nutrients that it needs, right? So the first thing is, here's what I do, okay? And this this can be overwhelming, but you know what? Just just you know, plant seeds and keep these ideas on the back burner until you're ready to start to incorporate them in your lives, okay? So number one is you pull out all the packaged and processed foods into view, okay? Put them all on your counter. And then 
So this includes your pantry, refrigerator, freezer. I like to go one by one, okay? So when I work with clients, this is what we do. We pull everything out and then we start going through it and we start looking at the ingredients. And then we start saying, okay, what are better options, right? Then we use, we read every single label, okay? And then we use what we just talked about in how to read labels. And we discuss in what I've been, you know, I preach on all the time. You read every label. If you don't know what ingredient is, it's gone, okay? Or if you just can't throw it away, donate it to your local food bank if it's unopened or use it and never buy it again. Okay, I mean, if you don't want to waste, it's up to you. Um, But at this point, maybe you are like, I don't want that in my body. I don't want that in my kid's body. So I'm just going to get rid of it. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. Use it or lose it. So you're going to read every label. You're going to check expiration dates. If it's past its prime, spoiled or not edible, let it go. Right. And this what's so beautiful about this is we are mentally cleaning up our space to invite new and safer products and food products into our home. It's a beautiful exchange of energy, okay? Examine your fats. This is so big. Get out all the processed vegetable oils from your home. Anything with natural flavors as well. Um, and toss anything with hydronated or partially hydronated oils, okay? Just get it. You don't even want that in your body. I just say throw it away. Nobody needs that in their body. Ditch the chemicals. So food dyes, artificial sweeteners, preservatives, MSG, you know, thickening agents, all those things that you don't know what they are. Your body doesn't either. Bye-bye. And search out the sugar. It's everywhere. So start to look out for look at sugar. So look at chemicals that you don't know what they are. Sugars, processed vegetable oils, um, and refined grains. So this is really important. I, I feel like this can be a whole other podcast. I have so many subjects that can be podcasts in themselves. But you don't have to be gluten-free to benefit from cleaning up your grain consumption, okay? Now, a quick note on gluten-free, even just because it's gluten-free, again, it, it it's it's one of those things, those labels, if it says gluten-free, you got to investigate further because that is a health claim, all right? Remember, health claims deserve a higher level of investigation. And just because it's gluten-free doesn't mean it's safe. Doesn't mean that it's just because it doesn't have gluten in it, it can still have a bunch of other crap in it that's even worse for you than gluten, okay? Um, and I say, ref, you know, get get low quality flours and grains out of your life and opt for healthier versions, okay? All right. So this is the thing. So once you do that, the step three is notice trends, okay? Are most of them starchy crackers or sweets? So I want you to start looking at the items that you're having the most trouble letting go of. And then we're going to start replacing them with better and healthier options, okay? So you can still eat delicious foods that that um, that you love and that fill you up, but just don't have tons of chemicals, okay? Um, and then, of course, you're going to discard or donate any items and then start to fill your pantry with food that's clean and doesn't pose you or your family health risks. I mean, it's just simple as that. Step five, take baby steps. Okay, I know this can all be overwhelming, but it's but we want to focus on on real whole food, minimally processed. And these are just ways to do it. And I think it's so great to get real with yourself to say, look, what's in my pantry? What are things that are not healthy? Do you have to be perfect all the time? No, you don't. Just so you know, it's not about perfection, okay? These are baby steps. This is what are you doing 80% of the time, okay? Focus on that 80%. Give yourself grace 20%. Actually, give give yourself grace all the time. But I want you to start to really focus on, you know, what can I get rid of to make space for something new? It's always a constant process and journey. 
um, in this. All right. So just so you know, if you download my um, A Hippie Mom Secrets to Clean Eating, you're going to get access to what we eat. And this is tons of foods and uh, grocery and pantry checklists, a shopping um, note card. Actually, I gave you free access to my um, my cheat sheet, okay? You, ha- you can have download that for free because I want everyone to have that. It has um, shop- the shopping guidelines, meat to eat, meat to avoid, fish to eat, fish to avoid, focus on what to focus on when you're shopping, what to absolutely avoid, and my label reading tips. Oh my gosh, on one little sheet that you can take. Oh, and it has the Clean 15, the Dirty Dozen list, and produce codes. And it's literally in a little card that you can take, put in your wallet, bring it out, boom, you're golden. All right, so if you just want to have that. Now in the guide, there's also simple food sourcing tips um, and how to shop seasonally, what, what veggies and fruits and veggies are seasonable. Um, how to eat your greens. Oh my gosh, there's so much. I can't even go into it. Um, fermented foods, all that. So I'm not going to go through that because I think that's a little overwhelming. we got to take baby steps. So if you're not past this you know, pantry purge and starting to really make sure you're, um, you're, the food that you're eating and serving to your kids is clean, this is where we're going to start. We're just going to start in these steps that we've talked about, okay? Ah, this has been so amazing. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for allowing me to share my heart and my passion. I love talking about food. I love educating people and sharing everything that I've learned in my research and my studying and in my practice. Um, Lots of experimentation has gone on through the last 10 years, and I'm just happy to bring this to you. Um, So thank you. I love to geek out. But you know, as we know, it's not all about food, right? Health is a pie and food is a piece of the pie. And so we also need to talk about, uh, you know, the air we breathe. We talked about the water we drink, the food we eat, stress management, moving our body, connection with others, ourselves and nature, and then the mentors in our life. So we have much more to explore in this, um, this podcast. I'll be inviting lots of delicious and amazing guests coming on soon. I'm already lining them up. So stay tuned, my friends. Have a beautiful beautiful day. Ciao.